from Bureaucracy's Basement to your ears, this is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau in, in compliance with Memo EX 1063. On tonight's meeting, I Love Regina Day, there's an anti-racism vigil which you should go to, and many, many other things. This meeting is now in session. Well, hello. How are you doing? Uh, this meeting is now in session, isn't it? It is now in I session. Said that, and I'm didn't sorry. I? The music just kept going and going and going. Yeah, you know, there's. A, I, I wrote a memo a while back about the use of music at the beginning of all of our meetings. Yeah. Why? You Why come did in, we do that? You come in here with your portable stereo, your boom box, mm-hmm. and uh, you you blast your like crazy electronic music. That is what I do. Yeah. Sorry. It's, pretty, it's catchy though. Yeah. I'm. You know. I try to try to liven up the meeting, keep things uh, fun and light, oh, excellent, and inspire improvement with <laughs> the tunes, with my jam with and tunes. tunes. Yeah, I mean, you have to you have to get improvement going. You have to innovate. Yep. Yep. All I, these things. I completely understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. You mentioned uh, when you were like uh, announce. Why do you announce meetings? You know, oh, like I'm a, right here and I've got the agenda. Like, why do you question. feel the need every week? to um to do an intro I, you know i i just figure maybe uh maybe there are people like who will like on the other side of the door who might oh, hear and want to okay. come in and yep. so we can get quorum finally oh uh, that would be nice it's yeah. it's like ringing the dinner bell after the apocalypse <laughs> yeah yeah you know yeah, exactly yeah. like that exactly yeah, but that yeah. i mean sorry that's pretty cliche ring yeah. ring the dinner bell after the apocalypse everybody <laughs> says it oh. but i thought i thought it fit the situation yeah. somehow all right. Uh, you mentioned in your little intro, though, that there is a peace vigil tonight, an anti-racism vigil yes, at the, the Peace Fountain is what at, I'm trying to get That's right. Mouth. The Saskatchewan Coalition Against Racism in the wake of the events in Charlottesville is having a vigil at 7 o'clock, uh, which is actually right now yeah. uh, as, of, as of our recording. Uh, so if, uh, if you are listening to our meeting right now, uh, we do want you to listen to our meeting, but, you know... Going to... Uh, a peace vigil yeah. is, is, in the grand scheme of things, a lot more important because, you know, our show is good, but Nazis are worse. Nazis are much worse. Yes. And you can always listen to our meetings on Monday mornings at 9 a.m. on That's right. uh, 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio, or uh, they can always catch up on our podcasts. That's so true. on the uh, CJTR's podcast page. So, yeah, if you want to go uh, strike a blow for peace. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, but I'm going to tell you this: if the Coalition Against Racism has another vigil on Monday at 9 a.m., yeah, well, like, well, like that's, that's enough. That's enough. Enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you can't get peace done on a Thursday evening, <laughs> that's right. We're, we're all yeah. on a schedule, people. Yeah. All right. So, what else is going on uh, on our agenda tonight? We have to discuss. I love Regina Day. I, I love Regina Day. Oh, we should take attendance real quick. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Um, that's yeah, okay. I'm jumping ahead. No, uh, it, it's all right. I didn't. I I, I have a confession. I didn't mm-hmm. have time to uh, to write down our names, so I'm just going to go by what I see. I okay. see you, Paul Deshen. Yeah, that's me. I'm here. Okay, and I see. You. Well, I don't see myself, but I'm. But I know that I'm here because I can hear my voice. Just look at that puddle next to your desk. Huh? Look yeah, there. Oh. You are. 
God, I'm ugly. I'm so ugly. I no, it's an ugly puddle. It's a really oh, ugly puddle. Oh, okay, good, good. I was. Yeah. yeah. It's not you, Aiden. It's I, the oh, puddle. Excellent. It just it shows. It shows. Like I looked at it, and I saw this horrible sort of like, like guy with a shaved head and a like a silvery beard. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you didn't think Santa. And I did. <laughs> I was like, oh, skin God. Skinhead Santa. Skinhead Santa. Skinhead hipster Santa. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, anyways, attendance is done. Let's move on to I Love Regina Day. Uh, that's good. If you don't mind. That is a day that I love. It is coming up. It is that time of the year. It is I Love Regina time. Hi. It's this Saturday. Uh, for me, every day is I Love Regina Day. Cause that's well, for all of us. Yeah. But, I mean, we have to spread the I Love Regina cheer. Sing the I Love Regina uh, carols. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Going, the I Love Regina log. You going, log. going door to door, singing the I Love Regina car- carols, mm-hmm. getting the I Love Regina candy. Oh, I love the I Love Regina candy. Oh, my God. Although, you know, the dye they use to paint the uh, I Love Regina logo on the candy? Very toxic. Very toxic. Yeah, so don't eat too much of the candy. I, I have a lot of tumors from that from that candy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, but anyways, one thing you may not know, I don't know if you know this, and a lot of people don't know this, there is a whole history to I Love Regina Day. I did not know that. There is. There's uh, a whole history to it. And if you want to know the history of I Love Regina Day, you can go down to the city's website, and there's a page with the whole history. But you know, the internet, it's so complicated, it's so big. It's so hard to find things on. I know. So I thought what might be really handy is uh, to get people in the I Love Regina mood and to teach them the history of I Love Regina, I, I shot a little film. Oh. About the to, history of I Love Regina. Do we get to watch this film on the radio? We do get to watch it. Well, we get to watch it on the radio. Um, what I would hope you know people could do is they could listen to it and use their imaginations and imagine what's going on in this, this movie about I Love Regina Day. And just imagine a lovely day in uh, the the park, Victoria Park, uh-huh. and at the farmer's market, because that's where this this movie was shot. Oh, nice. Is it like feature length or? No. No. No, no we don't. No, have we didn't budget. have the budget for that. No. Sure. So it's just a short little a short little show. Okay. Yeah, and I can play that for us right now. Discover the history of I Love Regina. I Love Regina was initiated by the mayor's office to change people's attitudes and improve the city's image. But those three little words... But those three little words... But those three little words have done so much more. They have changed Regina economically, culturally, socially, and environmentally. I Love Regina became a campaign to build Regina's image here and across Canada by wearing the I Love Regina logo. Residents and former residents can show their love and fondness for Regina. I Love Regina was officially born on Jan- June 28, 2002 at the Connexus Arts Centre with a community pep rally with more than 500 citizens in attendance 150 new or returning residents were warmly welcomed to Regina. The pep rally was colorful, loud and proud, featuring moving testimonials from community leaders and Regina's newest boosters. They all spoke about the amazing quality of life Regina has to offer. And how the Queen City is truly second to none. Our community brand. Infinite Horizons External Links icon was built on the solid foundation, which is created by I Love Regina. It is a reflection of the now positive outlook projected by Regina residents and the momentum of our growing city. 
Infinite Horizons simply would not have been possible without the shift in attitude triggered by the I Love Regina initiative. Because of I Love Regina, we can boldly tell the world that yes, our horizons are infinite. Come see for yourself. I Love Regina will have a larger presence in our community than ever before. And now with the alignment of the community brand. And now with the alignment of the community brand. And now with the, uh, with the alignment of the community brand. And now with the alignment of the community brand. And now with the alignment of the community brand and our internal pride campaign. There will be more opportunities to celebrate our community. Celebrate the love of our city during annual events such as the... I love Regina. 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 Celebrate the love of our city during annual events such as the I love Regina. Day. All right, that was the I Love Regina Day film strip. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Now, I should thank everybody who helped out with that, uh, went around the park, interviewed a bunch of people. Well, I didn't interview them. I got them to read out the official history from the city's website, and they, uh, they're they very helpful. And so instead of uh, naming them myself, I'm just going to get them to run through their own names. And thank you to all these people. Shane. And Rhonda from Yellowknife. Victoria from Vesico, North of Territory. Thanks. Nadine Sandercock. Father Thomas. Trent Walton. Stefan Langeler. Gord. Jim. Jillian. My first name is Steven. Kristen. Anastasia. Connie. Donna. Rob. Abby. Juanita. Teresa. Zero. Andrea. Daniel. Emma. Noah. Uh, Nor. N-O-O-R. Justin. Lisa. Ezra. Uh, Ryan. Noah. Courtney Mitchell. My name is Warren. Spencer. It's Jim. Wonderful. Kelsey. Thanks, Kelsey. Yeah, no worries. Cheers. Thank you. All right, so thanks to all those people for helping out with the I Love Regina Day film. But especially Gord. <laughs> especially Gord. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, they were all awesome, and they were uh, they were great sports, and I really appreciated their help. You know, when I was going into this, I thought because the the text of the Regina's uh, official history, I had to keep disavowing that I had written it because I was so embarrassed by it. <laughs> and so I thought it would be, but you know, everybody did such earnest readings of mm-hmm. the text. At the end of it, I, I, gosh darn it, I'm a I'm one of those boosters of I love Regina Day you know, now. I I love, I, Regina. I love well, I not just love Regina. I love Regina's official history on the city's website. Wow. Yeah, I think they brought out the magic in it. Yep. Yeah. You don't even need to live in Regina. You just no. need to read that yeah. history repeatedly. Over and, over and over and over and over again. Yes. Yeah. And just keep saying, I love Regina. Yeah, until until you are living in that magical Regina. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyways, yes, that is uh, the end of the movie on 91.3 uh, Regina's Community Radio, CJTR, and we are the Queen City Improvement Bureau, and I'm Paul DeShane with Aiden Morgan. And so I love Regina Day. If you're planning to go, it starts 10 a.m. on Saturday, the 19th. And this year it's going to be at the new Mosaic Stadium. Oh, the new one. Yes, not at the old one. And not downtown, not on the plaza, not in front of City Hall, but in the stadium. And what else? They're going to have like a bouncy castle, sports demonstrations on the field, uh, information displays from various city departments. They didn't invite us, Aiden. You know, 
I think we're the unsung heroes of the city. I agree. We don't get invited to these things, but yeah. we still do our work. Yeah. But, you know, maybe the other thing, too, is that they always send out these requests for the departments, but they never they never invite the bureaus. I, that's true. Huh. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's all, there's all those bureaus who work at the city. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, at least all those bureaus, which is us. Yeah. And uh, I think they just need to put it on the memo. Yeah. Just add it. Just include us. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. To the bureau. Isn't that, to... Isn't that tough? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Apparently it is. Uh, yeah, so 10 a.m. children's activities start. The Street Culture Project is going to be doing face painting. Uh, the mayor will be doing his official welcome at 10.30. And then there is a free barbecue at 11 a.m. So, that, you know, if you're hungry, that is a good place to go for food. And then the event concludes at 2 p.m. Uh, the Regina Food Bank will be collecting donations at that event as well. We could just give, like, the barbecue food to the yeah. Regina Food Bank. Oh, and there's, like, a notice, stay hydrated. Right, As because there's no water at the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure you bring your own water bottle to the That's event, right. says the official uh, press release from the city. Uh, but they will have a water tanker available to fill with clean drinking water or hose down the crowd if it gets too hot, I nice. assume. Yeah. Or just or just flood the entire stadium and everybody will have to swim. Yeah, make it a waiting pool. Yeah, well, that's nice. a great idea. Yeah. You could, they could all cling for life on the bouncy castle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it could just, you could float. Actually, like floating around on a, on a floaty bouncy castle would be pretty fun. I, I agree. Floaty bouncy castle. Uh, and what else? Oh, various community organizations will be on site with information. So I imagine that'll be, you know, like community associations and things like that. So. Yes, I highly recommend going to this and getting with the uh, the spirit of I Love Regina Day. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, oh, parking, though? Parking. Is first come, first served. Yeah. And you can't park on top of other cars. Yeah. Or you, And you can't, like, prop your car on an angle up against the building. No. No. Um... Yeah, maybe they should start selling tickets for parking in advance, like on Ticketmaster, Ooh. and you could buy, like, parking tickets. Well, tickets for parking. <laughs> tickets for parking. I bought a parking on ticket. Uh, I have to go pay the parking ticket now. <laughs> it was a dumb purchase. <laughs> I bought Stupid. five years in jail. It was cheap, but I do have to spend five years in jail. Yeah, what a bargain. <laughs> uh, At half the price. Yeah. All right, what else do we have on our agenda? So outstanding improvements uh, coming up at the uh, city uh, meeting, uh, city council meeting at the end of the month. There's going to be uh, a motion. There was a notice of motion at the last council meeting uh, from Mayor Fougere. And uh, so they will be debating the plan to end homelessness in Regina. So... Uh, yeah, this is kind of a big deal, and the reason I thought it would be worth bringing up now is to prepare people for this uh, when it comes forward to council in two weeks, um, because this is the kind of thing that it would be great to see a lot of people you know, show up to so show their support for. Uh, Councillor Stevens and Councillor Murray have been uh, taking to the social medias Whoa. to promote this uh, motion and to, uh, to say that they are 100% in favor and they're hoping to see people come out and support it. Uh, basically what this motion is, so it's the plan to end homelessness in Regina, uh, and it's going to call on the city to do four things. Uh, one of them is to 
for the city to participate in the advisory board. Uh, there's a community plan that they're that's being developed to end homelessness. And uh, Blair Roberts from the YMCA, when he was in here the last time, talked about this, right. that all the groups that have been involved with home Housing First are coming together to hash out a larger strategy for the whole city uh, for the longer term. And uh, so for the city to become a member of such a board, they do have to like get a council approval. So this is like the first step would be to you know pass this motion. The second thing would be to review policies and procedures that may contribute to the plan to end homelessness. Uh, and that is going to include the affordable housing incentive program. For the longest time, the only thing that the city has had to uh, address the housing crisis that we had in the, you know, uh, 10 years ago, starting 10 years ago in 2007 through to about, I don't know, 2013, uh, were these grants that they would give for uh, rental housing. And now those are being more direct, uh, <coughs> excuse me, directed specifically towards affordable housing. Uh, there's been some talk at council that this uh, this incentive program is getting a little old. It's time to review it. So it's nice to see that they're not reviewing it in a let's just do away with it sense, but in a let's look at it in the context of ending homelessness. Uh, the third thing is uh, the city is going to be working with the federal government, the provincial government, and other interested parties in providing funding to achieve the goal of ending homelessness. Um, the city has not, beyond this incentive program, they have offered a little to nothing towards the housing crisis. And the, house, the incentive program itself, the Housing First, for instance, they have been, uh, all of the units that have contributed to Housing First have been existing units. So the city hasn't actually contributed to the building right. of any new units. So it's nice to see this mention here. I am concerned that it'll result in a letter from the city to the federal and provincial governments asking for money for housing again, because they've been doing those for years and they haven't gone very far. Um, the the federal government, though, you know, they did double their, their investment in housing first, but the province has definitely stumbled and dropped the ball on housing. Have they considered letters with veiled threats? I don't know if that's like our council's modus operandi. Like, they could say, you've got a great-looking Ottawa. Shame if something were to happen to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, you know, they've got that whole leadership thing going on with the Sask Party right now. Right. You know, that's a really good time to uh, start, you know, strong-arming put, put politicians. Them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you better, like, get on the housing boat or <laughs> we're not going to help you out. Um, and then the last thing is refer the plan to end homelessness to the mayor's housing commission for further consideration. Um, so a thing about this, the mayor's housing commission, uh, hopefully they will consult with uh, community groups and come up with something. Uh, although we're going to be on the community, um, the community advisory board. Uh, this has been a long time coming, this motion. Uh, the Mayor Fougere, when he first became mayor, uh, his first year, 2013, he hosted the first housing summit in Regina. Um, this was the first time, that first housing summit, I went there and uh, I went to it, and the very last speaker was Tim Richter from Calgary, who was involved with their Housing First program. All right. And so in 2013, he laid out everything that we've been learning in the uh, the bureau over the last year about how 
you know, a stunning success Housing First is here in Regina. Richter laid all of this out back in 2013 at this first housing summit and talked about, you know, all the success they've had in Alberta with Housing First. Um, I know that a lot of people at the, sh there was a shadow housing summit, a lot of like, you know, hippies and long beards uh, showed up to uh, talk about housing. Uh, at a shadow summit in the same hotel, and they were very inspired by this Housing First talk, and we're really hoping that out of this summit there would be a real push to end homelessness. But all we got out of that summit was a committee, which is that Mayor's Housing Committee, uh, and another summit in 2014, huh. and some some small parcels of city-owned land were sold to nonprofits. So that was good, but it certainly wasn't like the big strategy that a lot of people were hoping right. would come out of these two summits. And so here, finally, like four years later, we're getting we're getting the mayor is like finally like sticking his his grubby thumbprints all over. I don't know <laughs> his stamp of approval is the phrase I was hunting for. Um, That's a lot nicer sounding than <laughs> grubby thumbprints. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know. I guess I guess I'm just getting used to the notion, and I, you know, you see it down here in the, the Improvement Bureau that you know sometimes the city moves about as fast as the Vatican when it comes to changing or getting anything done. So not just with, you know, taking four years to get like a really cool strategy about ending homelessness, right? But you know, the blue dot movement. It took they came forward with their motion, and it took a year before it finally passed. Uh, yes, I remember that. Yeah. So maybe that, you know, maybe everybody can, like, you know, take some heart from that. Yeah. But, yeah. So, anyways, I guess it's in two weeks, the next council meeting, uh, Monday night, 530. Make sure to go out to it and throw your support behind us. So. Yeah. I plan on doing that very thing. Awesome. Okay, last thing on the agenda. Um, uh, we were going to talk tonight with uh, someone about... Uh, Lord Nicholas Flood Davin. Um, just to break kayfabe for a moment, Aiden. Yes, Paul. We alluded to this earlier on. I kind of hate Nazis. What? I do. I'm not a fan of the Nazi. I, I think I think you need to look at things. No, you know, of course, yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, Nazis, yeah. Are, Nazis are bad. Nazis are awful. Yes. And uh, so with all of the stuff that's been going on in uh, Charlottesville, uh, and, you know, this was all sparked by taking down a Confederate statue. Right. Um... You know, I'll be honest. I was kind of one of those people who thinks, well, you know, if you have like a statue, maybe you should just keep the statue. It's like it's part of your history. And then, you know, every 10 years, you'll have a discussion about what an awful person that person was. But I'm totally changed now after all of the stuff that I've read and heard from people who were offended by the statues in uh in the states in the south from the confederate war i'm like yeah no i totally get it now yep. i can see why these things are offensive and why these things need to come down right. and that got me thinking about there has been a push um led by a professor at the university of regina uh, named mark spooner uh, he's a housing activist and he studies uh he studies poverty and education and he's been talking for a long time about davin school needing to get its name changed because it's named after Lord Flood, uh, Nicholas Flood Davin, uh, who, you know, founded the Leader Post when it was the Regina Leader uh, and edited that. And he wrote a book of poetry called a pra uh, Eos, A Prairie Dream. But he's also the guy who wrote the report on industrial schools for Indians and half-breeds, which is a phrase I even have trouble saying. Yes. And that's known as the Davin Report. And it's what's, it's the reason that we had the residential school system. And I think ah, considering yes. everything we've learned through um, over the last couple of years, we can't. I, I think that this is one of those things that we need to do. We need to change the name. 
So uh, bring this up, and hopefully Mark Spooner will be coming on uh, to a meeting next week to talk about this at greater length. That but, would be um, great. Yeah. All right. So that is it for our uh, agenda for this week. Um, yeah. Innovative revenue tools. Ooh. Those are tools that are uh -huh. innovative. Uh -huh. Yeah, and we talk about them, and we come up with ways uh -huh. for the city to generate revenue. Right. Yeah, every week. Do you have an innovative revenue tool this week? Because if you don't, I do. Uh, I do not because I'm fresh out of innovation. Are you? Yeah. Like, you, look, you look like a man who's overflowing with innovation. I'm pretty innovative usually, but uh, this week my tank was a little depleted, and I didn't go and get it filled up. Let me fill up your innovation tank. Oh, Okay. Um, all right. So as you probably know, um, I know pretty much everything. Yeah. So. Well, we've been doing we've been doing a series where we've been watching these crime documentaries on Netflix, oh. like Jessica Jones and right. um, Luke Cage and uh, Daredevil. Right. And we've been gleaning from them urban planning lessons. Yes. That um, you know they tell us because they're they're a font of of wisdom about how to deal with crime. Yeah. And also uh, about hitting people. Yeah, they're really good at that. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, there's a new one coming out where the protagonists from all these other uh, true crime documentary shows come together into a team. Oh, so, so like they Luke form K, a committee. They form a no. It's not a committee. Oh, it's not a committee. They're calling it a team, a super group. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, you know. Oh, like Asia. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, exactly gotcha. like Asia. Like and they come together. Asia. And but and instead of you know kicking the butt of awesome tunes, right. they kick the butt of crime. Ah, and uh, so yeah, so they come together and they discover. You know what they discover? It hasn't even come out yet, but I can tell you what they're going to discover: that they're stronger together as a team than apart, and they can kick the butts of more crime. That seems like well, I mean that's pretty new. That's mm -hmm. that's a pretty out there idea, but yeah. I can see it. Yeah. yeah. So I think we need to take this this lesson and apply it to the Queen City because I don't know if you've heard but the Queen City's crime ticked up this year. There's a bit more crime. So it's time for all of those uh, you know costumed or not costumed superpowered crime fighters in the Queen City to get together to kick the butt of crime back down again. Oh, nice. But, you know, that can be Cause, hard. Because crime's got a resilient butt. It's got a resilient butt. And, you know, these these um, crime fighters can be awfully antisocial, and that makes it hard to make friends. It's true. So what I'm suggesting is that the city can put together, like, an online tool for crime fighters <laughs> to meet each other. So they would like put in their they put a profile online, and they say, you know, these are, these are the kinds of crime I like to kick the butt of. And... Right. You know, these are the kinds of crime fighters I like to kick butt with. Right. And they can get together and they can form their own, like, supergroup. And they can go out and kick butt together. Is there a name for the Zero tool? Is I'm I want to so call glad. it Defender Grinder. Defender Grinder. <laughs> Defender Grinder. I was just going to suggest Defender No. And you know, you can like you can look it on your phone. You can be like, oh, Iron Fist, he's kind of lame and kind of entitled. And you can just, like, left swipe him. Right. Yeah. Nice. But Batman, ooh, I'm going to like like him and give him a chili pepper or whatever it is they do on Grinder. Not yeah. that I know. Not not that we would know. Yeah. Uh, so so like you could get like like angry park maintenance guy for mm -hmm. example. Yep. Just swipe left or right. Yeah, yeah. Like, really angry though. Like oh yeah. Super. Yeah, that, that's angry. a basic power. Is yeah. being really angry. Yeah. 
with like kids playing in the park. So that is my innovative revenue tool for this That's, week. That sounds great. Yeah. I am not sure how it actually boosts revenue, but I do like the tool. Yeah. No, I wasn't 100% sure on that. I figured maybe you could pay. Yeah, like a subscription like, model. You need a subscription or uh, advertising. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or they could just like take Bandages. a cut. Like for every crime they solve, they could just like say, yeah. hand over 10 bucks. Yeah. I saved your bacon. Yeah, maybe we can just yeah. ask the province for more money. <laughs> yes fight crime. Okay, well, if that idea doesn't work out, we've got a few more ideas here that we can try. Hi, I'm local blogger Kenton DeYoung. Did you know Wascana Center is three times bigger than New York Central Park and two and a half times bigger than Vancouver Stanley Park? It was designed by Minoru Yamasaki, the same person who designed the original World Trade Center in New York City. It's Regina Fact. You'll find more Regina Facts on my blog, KentonDeYoung.com, and every week on the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 CJTR, Regina Community Radio. We are back from Innovative Revenue Tools how, once again. How, how do they come up with those Innovative Revenue Tools? I don't know, Aiden. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's through innovation. Yeah. Yeah? All right. What is next up on the agenda? What? What, what is going on out there? Uh, hold on. The door to the meeting room won't open. Just hold on. Sorry, we, we can't let you in. We can't let you in. That was weird. That was pretty weird. Huh. Okay, so what's on? What's next on the agenda? Oh, uh, well, it says... Uh, huh. Um, <laughs> huh. Is on the agenda? That, I, isn't, that I, isn't normal. I wish. Uh, no, there there is nothing on the agenda. It's just a big red stamp. It says... Logic thoughting session. What? What the hell is that? Hello. Uh, hi. Oh, hi there. We we don't know who you are. I'm Denise, local thought logic consultant and certified logic thoughter. <laughs> uh, what is a logic thoughter? I help organizations arrive at efficient solutions to maximize performance through innovative techniques accomplished through an internationally recognized program called SlimThinks. I thought it was thought logic. No. But you just said... No. But... No. Are you like are you like a lean consultant? Well, after some negative press, we rebranded as Skinny Design. I thought it was slim things. I thought it was thought logic. And we rebrand every 40 to 50 seconds. <laughs> so I'm guessing the uh, sixth floor sent you down here as an improvement vector candidate, maybe? Not exactly. I'm here to eliminate waste in distribution-centric organizations. Oh, hey, we burn all our waste to keep warm down here in winter. And that's why you smell that smell. So I'm here to interview the staff of the Improvement Bureau and find ways to streamline your processes. Uh, you know, we are totally on top of that. Uh, last year, we recommended that all city employees put, like, big fins on their helmets. Oh, okay. I see. It, well, it makes them more streamlined and aerodynamic. We calculated that employees could travel 3% faster with a moderately sized helmet fin. But, you know what, it turned out that there nobody wore helmets in the first place. Yeah, we, uh, we were banking on widespread helmet usage. And then we ran out our entire annual budget on um, 
pens. Yeah, not, not much money left over for food after that one. And a lot of good people died down here. Sorry, what? Oh, no, it's, it's not what you think. Paul was talking about the time we nearly bankrupted the city, and we ran out of food down here, and 80% of the staff in the sub-basement starved to death. Oh, my God. You're... You're monsters. You know, let's get started with the technique I call the six whys. I thought it was called the five whys. Mm, science discovered another why. Ah. Okay, let's start with Paul. Good. Paul, describe a standard process here at the Queen City Improvement Bureau. A standard process. Okay. Uh, we note problems. And then we write reports, and then we sol suggest solutions, which then we send up to the sixth floor. Okay. Now, why do you do that? Because it's our job. And why is it your job? <laughs> because I don't have a different job. And why don't you have a different job? Because there are no other jobs in the sub-basement? Why aren't there more jobs down there? Huh. Um. Well, here. Down here, yeah. yeah. Um, well, we can only grow enough moss, really, to feed two people. So I guess I'm going to have to go with it's a matter of infrastructure. You know something? Uh, I'm, out of, I'm out of wise. Aiden, let's try with you. If Paul writes reports and grows the food what's the point of you why do you have a job at all well because um why uh, i guess that why uh, good, well good, good question you see that no way i uh, why? nobody loves me excellent let's try a creativity exercise oh, creativity. creativity yeah no it's a drawing exercise okay I want you to draw your ideal workplace and how it would function with only one of you or, ideally, nobody at all. Huh. Uh, you know what? Um, we don't need to draw that for you because we, um, we already have an entire folder of employee-free office sketches. No, no, we don't. I, I, I slacked off on that innovation. It's actually just a folder full of, like, old chip bags and sketches of something I call Ideal Regina or the 21st Century Crystal Palace. No, 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 no. We absolutely have the drawings, Aiden, that Denise wants, and I need you to come help me find them. Well, you know, it's true that there are no human employees in my Crystal Palace. So let's go right now, Aiden. The whole place, it's like actually run by like newly linked guinea pigs. It's like a fuzzy old hive. Aiden, mind. Aiden. Yeah? Let's go. Yes. Go and get your sketches. Okay, come on. Yeah, the door works now. You know, I think she's going to love my Crystal Palace sketches. We're not going to get the sketches, Aiden. Uh, good, because, you know, I think I ate them during that fin famine last winter. Look, I'm starting to think that Denise is not an improvement vector. Oh, yeah. No, I think she's here to fire us and eliminate the, our, like, our bureau altogether. What? Oh, so you've picked up on that. Yeah, it was pretty obvious. Um, well, okay, good. We're on the same page then. 
great. I have a plan. Yeah, yeah, we'll get the palace sketches, and she'll see how vital we are to running the city. Yes, we'll... What? No, 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 no. We're going to get your time machine out, and we're going to jump back in time so we're ready for her. You know, that's a much better idea. Um, hey, but just don't step on any bugs when we go back in the past or make any changes, or it could have unintended consequences. Okay, that's a solid plan. Oh, well, hey, here we are at the time machine. Okay, so what I'm going to want you to do is set it to uh, the start of the meeting. Okay, and just uh, do this. Uh, I'm going to punch in the coordinates. Okay. All right, ready to go? Whew. Okay, let's go. Wait. Okay, there we go. Okay, it's going. Uh, I stepped on a bug. Okay, well, let's get back to the meeting room really oh, quick. Good. Sorry, I just stepped on another bug. No, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's, don't worry about okay. it at all. All right. Uh, I stepped on a bug again. Ugh, Aiden, you are the worst. Well, here we are at the meeting room door. Okay. Dang. What the? It, I think it's locked. Sorry, we can't let you in. Oh, my hand. We are so screwed. What's going on? Denise, <laughs> uh, what are you doing here? I've been with you this whole time. We left the meeting room together. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah, we, we do that. Hey, um, did you two invent a time machine? Uh, well, it also travels between dimensions. What? Uh, I could, I could go back in time before my contract with the provincial government ended. Oh, and then I could warn myself that lean may produce great results when you're distributing physical products like cars. But, you know, maybe it's ineffective to the point of being laughable when you're dealing with, you know, policy outcomes or, you know, improving health care. But, you know, the government threw more and more money at us, which we gladly took. But when the government ended, we were stranded in the city. Now most of us live in the crystal capital point hole growing paler and less visible with every passing day. You know, did you think it was an accident that Capital Point was taking so long? No. It was us. It was us all along. We were the ones who sabotaged the machines. We were the ones diverting financing, keeping the city and the financers on the book. The ones filing reports that delayed and delayed and delayed its construction. Also, we could keep on living in that hole. We have grown so accustomed to that pit, living like shades in the post-boom underworld, waiting for the day when your precious government isn't flush enough to hire us once more. Uh, sure? Uh, well, let's go back to the time machine and get you to your past. Aiden. But we need to unlock this door somehow. Otherwise, we can't leave in a few minutes. Oh, I have a key. You do? Oh, yeah. They gave me the keys to every door in the sub-basement. Oh. Oh, that's great. Thanks for unlocking it. Uh, well, let's go then. Well, here we are at the time machine again. Oh, I stepped on a bug. Really? Hey, the machine is ready, Denise. Uh. I'll never forget you guys. This time when the city hires me to fire you and shutter your bureau, I'm going to recommend that one of you gets transferred to another department. Oh, thanks. 
she goes. And we never even knew her last name. I think it was Denise. Her name was Denise Denise. Might have been Denise Dennis. Aiden, I have a question. Yeah, what's that? If we sent her to the past, then wouldn't she have already known us? Wouldn't she already have closed down the Improvement Bureau? Oh, no, no. I, I sent her like thousands of years into the future. <laughs> you sent her thousands of years into the future? Oh, yeah. That's funny. I wonder what that future is like. Uh, I've gone there a few times. Uh, it's actually pretty cool. Like, there's living hoverboard pets, hairstyles that are actually phones, aerosolized friendships, all kinds of stuff. Okay, but how does Capital Point look? Pfft, still a hole. Well, now we can carry on the rest of our That's meeting. That's right. This is the Queen City Improvement Bureau after show. Yeah. We've got some special guests coming up in the last 15 minutes. Yeah, on 91.3 FM, CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Wow, that actually, uh, timing was perfect. <laughs> For a change. For a change. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I, hope, I hope everybody enjoyed that uh, that brief that brief 15-minute adventure uh, with Paul Deschen as Paul Deschen, uh Aiden Morgan as Aiden Morgan, and Jennifer Matatek as Denise Dennis, the lean consultant. That was really fun. Yay. Hey, Jen. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
Thank, well, thank you for coming on. And oh, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. All the improving that you mm-hmm. do in our city, that's so important. It is true. Yeah. yeah. And that's, we even and we take the time to actually like have some scripted uh, portions of the show. No, it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I love it. And I, I, I do want to know more about this future. It's pretty good. Yeah. Hairstyles that are actually phones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that would look like. <laughs> Get your drawings out. Oh, yes. <laughs> do a drawing. <laughs> As Denise would say, um, so Jennifer, how did you how did you research? What did you do to get into the character of Denise Dennis? Well, you know, I read Mr. Morgan's absolutely brilliant script, uh, and you know, Paul, you and I were having some conversations about what you know what it was going to feel like to be delivering this, and right. uh, it just seemed like she was somewhere in between, you know, like those weird. Uh, voicemail robots that call you but also like maybe an actual real desperate person so that was what i was going for yeah yeah you got i think you hit it it was a real it was yeah right kudos to to all of you you, were drawing from some like deep personal well Um, well like to be honest um i know that you might expect someone like me lives in a house but i actually do live in a large hole oh yeah yeah i actually am living um in Capital Point, so I, That's right. it was actually a little awkward when you wrote that in because I was thinking, oh, it's like they it's actually know. Dance. I've yeah. been trying to hide it. It's such a close walk to work. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Yeah. Mm. So it, yeah, How that's. How is it down there? You know, it's a bit dark. You're, mm-hmm. you, uh, I think that a good parallel in terms of the food thing. There is moss down there. Oh, oh so yeah, you know there is moss. I know exactly what yeah, you're small, what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 you know, and and you you step on a lot of bugs. Mm-hmm. You end up eating a lot of bugs. Um, but the commute is really convenient. Mm. Um, and you know, now that they've invented dry shampoo, uh, I feel like yeah, they invented dry shampoo. Well, the world. Yeah, well, there is dry shampoo yeah. in the no. world. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. So you don't. I've got to get out of the subway. Well, this is, a game changer. this is the thing. So yeah. you don't have to shower as much, and you just spray it on your hair, and it just you're just good to go. You spray it on your hair, and then your hair is clean. Yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah. yeah. The the dirt just flies off. Yeah. Really. High velocity. Yeah. So that it's yeah. So no one has any idea that you've been living in an enormous hole. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Can you use this stuff on the rest of your body? I would yeah. I am pretty hairy. I mean, I wouldn't advise <laughs> it necessarily. Okay. Depends on, like, do you have a skin condition? Like, if you've kind of got a little... Yeah, mm. it might not be the right choice for you. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, try it out. Okay, oh, maybe I will. Only live yeah. once. Yeah. Uh, so, how are things at the Dunlop, then? You know, things are great. Uh, they're always great at the Dunlop. Uh, we're just near the tail end of our group show, Transmundane, about altered states of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, um, it's going to be closing in early September at our Central and Sherwood Galleries. And, uh, yeah, the next couple of months, we have all kinds of exciting projects uh, opening up both here in Regina, but also internationally. Well, not, I. you know what I said internationally, like, I mean nationally. <laughs> like I said inter, and I'm like, what? No, we're talking. Unless you mean in inter inside our nation. That in, intranational. In, intranational. In, in, intranational. Intranational. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, in Ontario in September, we have um, an exhibition we curated back in 2015 called Material Girls. 25 female artists, um, largely Canadian, also international, from all sorts of different cultural backgrounds, dealing with this idea of like material, working interestingly with material. Mm. So that's going to be opening at Rodman Hall Art Centre, which is located in St. Catharines, Ontario. And then uh, near the end of September, we have an exhibition that was uh, shown at the Dunlop Art Gallery in 2016. Independent curator Lena Minifi curated an exhibition called When Raven Became Spider that looks at intersections between, you know, traditional indigenous stories and also the sort of uh, visual culture of Western superheroes. So, yeah, that's going to be opening at the Art Gallery of Sudbury near the end of September. Yeah. And then uh, in our galleries, actually in Regina, we've got a couple of community engagement projects coming up, which are really cool. What are those going to be? Well, we've got at Sherwood Gallery a project called Tacky Forms, um, which is a collaboration between students at Prairie Sky um, and Hannah Jickling and uh, Helen Reed. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be, uh, well, the project is already finished, um, but basically they worked with the students to create their own gums and candies and oh. candy wrappers oh. and uh, and little zines. Because oh, you know when you get the little little packages of the bubble gum and there's always a little car- cartoon comic in there? Right. Yeah. So yeah, some of the kids worked on that and so collaboration they made their own as well. Gum yeah. Zines. Yeah, yeah, okay. they yeah. So that was really cool. And then in Central Gallery, um, there's a collaboration um, project that we'll be presenting. That's um, Christine Ells and Bernie High working with Joanne Weber and the Deaf Crows to be doing uh, a project at Central Gallery that's going to be looking at you know different worlds of of hearing, hard of hearing, deaf world. Uh, it's going to be really cool. We've actually, we've had uh, Christine and Bernie on our show. Yeah, previously, but, awesome. Uh, when they were promoting our, the international puppet. Yeah, yeah, they are, they're so creative and they're really fantastic at working with people in the community um, who may not, you know, be visual artists to do projects that are visual. And, you know, there are such gems in our city, I think, in terms of people that are great at doing engagement, community engagement. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah good stuff that we have coming up. And, um yeah, uh, RPL Film Theater, there's, we have a really exciting fall lined up there as well at the library. Um, we've For got, instance? Well, uh, Queer City Cinema oh, right. uh, will oh, be yes. hosting that. So they're going to be having uh, their film festival. And we've also got this really cool, uh, did you know it is the 200th anniversary of Jane Austen? I did. You actually, did? Yeah. You knew it. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it came up in my Twitter time. Well, you get a gold so. star. You get no, a gold star. Thanks. Um, so, uh, yeah, RPL uh, with the film theater and a bunch of other partners through the city. There's this province, not province-wide, city-wide. Boy, I'm really it's, going big on these things that are smaller. It's, and it is also international. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Intra. No. Intra-city. Intercity? Um, yeah, there's a Jane, Jane Austen uh, Appreciation Festival basically happening awesome. at multiple venues all across the city, and there's going to be a film festival. Will there be uh, dueling adaptations of Pride and Prejudice? Uh, and then compare our Mr. Darcy. Kind uh, You know what? Like, <laughs> yes and no. There, there's going to be um, different interpretations of different films, but okay. I don't think there's going to be like a head-to-head like Mr. Darcy. Maybe we scenario. could do that here. 
Yeah. Yes. Do dueling Mr. Darcy. That would be great. You could Duel. both be Mr. Duel Darcy Darcy's. and duel it out. You could do your own version of being Mr. Darcy. Very good. Yeah. I don't know if I'd make a very good Mr. Darcy. <laughs> I, I don't think be I'm like, dark enough. I, I could be like a Mr. Darcy in space. Oh, I like that. Yes. Mr. Darcy in the future. Mr. Dar- yes. With a head that's also a... a Mr. Darcy of the Cell 25th phone. century. <gasps> Can exactly. we do, actually, I would I love I, that. I'm loving this idea. Yeah. Who is yeah. going to do a Pride and Prejudice punk opera set in the future? Okay. You wrote a great script <laughs> just so, now. Uh, oh, I right, think so we should do this. I will, I will also yeah. write a punk opera of, of uh, Sense and Sensibility. And yeah. We have, what, a whole year till like, Regina Fringe? Easy peasy. So, like, let's yeah. Yeah, talk let's about this. this. Yeah, but Jane Austen's 200th birthday only comes around once in 200 years. <laughs> Oh, so you think that by the time we do it next year, it won't be like as relevant? No, we should just do it. But like this is, yeah. so you're making the argument that this we should is just time. do it. Like, yeah, we got to do like, it right yeah. now. We got to like strike while right the now. iron is hot, and, okay. and Jane right. Austen is really old. Her 200th anniversary will not come along for another 200 years. Right. Well, it would be the 200th anniversary of her 200th anniversary. Well, that'll be a long way. Wait, yeah. are we? Wait, like. I'm just thinking of math. Like, are we going exponential? Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. Let's not go there. That's right. All right. Well, thanks a lot for coming in. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Always. Yeah. And it is is time. We, uh, yeah. I I should mention uh, when I was in the time machine Mm -hmm. and uh, I stepped on a bug. I think that was actually a bug in the time machine. So we might be part bug now. Oh god, I hate it when that happens. Yeah, I mean, remember, remember when we all came out part baboon? Yeah, yeah. Whenever I hope we're fixed. in a alternate universe where everybody is part bug because the embarrassment otherwise. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll go outside when we can. We'll as see. soon as the time locks open, we'll, we'll see if everybody's like part ladybug or slug or I don't know whatever they might be. Yeah. There's we, a lot of bugs in my hole, guys. A lot of bugs. A lot yeah. of bugs. We're well, accepting of all kinds. All right, we should call a motion to adjourn. Okay, uh, I I second that motion. Okay. Okay, motion passed. You have been listening to the weekly broadcast of the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM, CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Your hosts are Aiden Morgan and Paul DeShen. Thank you to Jennifer Matichek for uh, playing Denise Dennis uh, tonight and also talking about goings-on and happenings at the Dunlop Gallery. Uh, music, as always, by Ryan Hill, a.k.a. Guidewire, both theme music and some uh, dandy uh, some dandy sort of uh, outro music for, for a little stripped bit. Also, thanks to everybody who contributed to the short film, uh, the audio film uh, this evening. Um, you can catch up on our past meetings, listen to our podcast on cjtr.ca slash podcasts, or subscribe to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter at Queen City IB or on our website at queencityib.com. Our meetings are also rebroadcast Monday mornings at 9 a.m. on CJTR. Uh, coming up next, we have on the Thursday night action pack, we've got the Nerdcore Cabaret with Maddie V, followed by the cockpit. Keep on improving, Jack.